Yo, I'm Fun. This is Alan Ev. Enjoy. You know, the thing about surfing is that once you catch the wave in, you've got to go back out again to get the next one. And once you catch that one in, you're going to turn around and swim back out, go out through that chopper can and bob on the water with your mates in that beautiful sunset and eventually catching another one. And go back out again and catch another one. It's just like the weather. There's good days, there's bad days, but it always comes around. And it's just like your joy. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it might not be. But it's okay. I read this article called Why We Overcomplicate Joy by Dr. Gregory Scott Brown in Men's Health Magazine. Don't shoot me, I enjoy it. Um, And it talked about how this dude is seeing so many male patients at the moment not that this doesn't apply to females. Um, and what they were saying is, you know, like, oh, no, Doc, I'm, I'm not depressed. It's just, I'm just having trouble finding my oomph or getting my juice back, getting my mojo back. I feel like I'm not passionate about stuff at the moment. And what they're really saying is they've lost their joy. And whilst it's not, you know, like a medical diagnosis or whatever, And it's not bad. Taking pills won't fix it. Like, doing drugs won't fix it. Like, you need to do something and fix your head. I talked about this in the episode with Pat. You need to fix your head. It starts with your head. Um, And this article was so good. It was such a good read. And it was such a timely read after recording last week's episode. um, That I just really wanted to share some of the key points from it. um, And sort of what I got out of it as well. Having periods without joy is completely normal. In fact, it would be a little bit weird if someone was always full of joy. But anyways, sometimes your joy your joy tank runs low and you can feel empty and unmotivated. The key is to firstly recognise these moments as normal and acknowledge that they're usually temporary. There's three sort of things that you can start to think about that will help you get your joy back or at least get on track to that. The first one is think back on some decisions you've made. So you can't just wait for joy to come back to you. You've got to think about maybe what decisions you made that went right and gave you joy or what decisions you made that perhaps haven't gone well and have caused you to lose your joy a little bit. So if we take that positive thing, you can think about what motivates you so that you can get the fire going. Um, For example, think about a few important decisions that you've made in the last couple of years. Um... You might have been motivated by getting a raise. You might have been motivated by um, doing something fun that you're really passionate about. Think about that and let that fuel your fire. Think about what you're passionate about and let that fuel your fire. Think about decisions you've made that have gone well or decisions that you've made because of a primary motive, so your passion for something, and double down on that. Second thing, ask yourself what's going well. Um, So this doctor, what he did was every time he had a session with this dude, um, and this patient, what he would do is he'd ask him to tell him three things that were going really well in his life. Well, they were just working out in his well, working out in his life. Doing this little exercise of gratitude just set a positive tone for both the session and as he took it into his day, it set a positive tone for his day. Um, and it's obviously proven that it boosts your joy, boosts your gratitude, boosts your well-being. Um, it helps people reverse 
everything that's going wrong in the head and severe mental illnesses, um, especially especially really good with depression. And the third one is find one downer. So find something that's bothering you or separating you from joy right now. doesn't have to be massive. Um, for example, it might be that you can't go into the office right now because of work. Look at it, acknowledge it, look at why it's taking away joy from your life, but then look at the bright side of it and see what is it allowing you to do. So for example, if you can't go into the office right now, you can't go into work, it might mean that you have more time to spend with your family. It might mean that you have more time to uh, do something that you like doing, but you don't have the time to do in the work week. Um, It might be watching TV, it might be reading books, it might be going for more of a walk or exercising more each day because you have the time to do that if you're working from home, you're not traveling. Um, Three little tips as well that came out of that were get out of the house every day and get outside. Uh, This dude does yoga um, and he trains his dog, so maybe if you've got animals, spend time with your animals. Uh, Do a bit of exercise and get some fresh air. This was a really timely read for me um, on Joy and it sort of was nice to know. <laughs> it was crazy. Like I literally recorded last week's episode and I, I read this article like probably the next day and I bookmarked it. I was like, I'm sharing this and what I'm going to call, I don't know if I want to call it part two or a wrap up. Like I feel like it's not really a wrap up of the episode because I'm building on the episode I talked about um, of my little life update. But I just really wanted to sort of open it with that and talk about that because um to me, it was a really sort of light bulb moment where it's like, yeah, that's right. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not depressed. I'm not, I'm not mentally ill because I truly don't believe I am. Like, I've, I've, <laughs> I have not got a lot to be um, sad about in my life. Big trust. Um, but yeah, literally, like, as I was talking about, like, I kind of just am not motivated at the moment. I've lost my passion for shit. I'm not really into stuff. I can't really be bothered. Um, and so when I read this article, it's like, oh, true. Like, this is a legit thing that heaps of people going through, especially heaps of guys coming out of lockdown. Um, it's not necessarily, like, sad, but they've just lost a little bit of their joy. And so um, doing things to try to get that joy back is, is what I'm on the journey of doing right now. I'm trying to fix my headspace and get it back to, you know, that little kid mindset, as I talked about in the episode. Um, and I'm sure, well, I know now after last week's episode, that a lot of you guys are doing that as well. So yeah, I just wanted to open with that. Um, I think it's a really good article. Um, as I say, it was by, what's his name? Dr. Gregory Scott Brown. If you want to search it up, Men's Health. Good article, good dude. I want to go over today a couple of extra tips off the back of last week's episode talking about sort of losing my passion for stuff and what I'm doing to help my headspace because in the last week, um, people have reached out to me. I've founded a couple of new things myself. And then there's a couple points that I do want to reiterate and then leave you leave you with those thoughts to hopefully take into your life, uh, maybe change your way of thinking, maybe give you a little bit of tip or something to try for yourself, um, or maybe share it with a friend that you think maybe might need this, uh, because Lord knows, I'm sure there's someone we know that's, that's, you know, not the happiest guy in the world right now or, or not necessarily passionate about everything. So the first thing I wanted to share was that. Um, you might not be down, you just might not have a lot of joy, so think about why that is, um, ask yourself what's going well, find a downer and look at the bright side of that. I I put out the episode and a lot of people reached out and to me that shows that it's very common as well. So you're not alone if you are feeling like that. Um, I feel really cringe, I feel really cringe saying that and speaking like that because I'm not that, I'm, if you know me, I am not the kind of dude to talk about this. Um, <laughs> 
but yeah, it's fully like it's literally so common. So we had to catch up on Friday night. Everyone was sort of in the same boat. Um, a lot of people that reached out to me were in the same boat, and it's a lot of people that you don't think would be like that as well. Um, and they're like, "Yo, legit, I feel you right now," you know. So it's quite common. So if you talk about it or like tell a mate that, they're probably going to be able to help you out, or they're probably going to be able to um, at least relate and empathize with you a little bit. So that was something that I found out as well. I want to reiterate also that. You might have the wrong definition of success. I had the wrong definition of success and I'm sort of retraining myself to define that as doing meaningful things with meaningful people. Um, You can't control, for example, I talked about I'd love to get 30,000 downloads an episode or or 30,000 downloads on the whole podcast, but I can't control that. What I can control is the quality of the work that I put out, the depth of the work that I put out and how meaningful that is. And so... Defining that as success is something I'm starting to do now. I want this podcast to have an impact on you. I measure that by if you send me a message. Simple. It doesn't matter if 100 people or 200 people listen to it. It matters about those 10, 15 messages that I get telling me this made a very tangible change in someone's mindset or life. That's way more impactful than someone just listening and skipping out, you know? I've got a couple of tips that I've been doing over the last week. Um, starting with a routine in the morning, like probably half an hour tops where I just take care of me first. And I'm loving it. It's one of those things that I set as one of my goals for the year at the start of the year and never did until now. Um, better late than never though. And <laughs> pretty much, I'll, I'll go over that in a sec, but I've got a little routine. Um, I've got a little couple of things that I want to talk about in regards to that. I want to go over again the, if you had two hours in a day sort of theory, Um, and then two little funny points at the end before we wrap this up. So I've started doing in the morning, I wake up and not always, but like I'll lie in bed for a little bit and then I pretty much get up and I walk up to my gate and back and my gate's probably 200 meters away from the house. I just walk outside in the fresh air, like don't have my phone around. I just walk up to the gate, look at my surroundings, take in the day, say hi to the birds, um, breathe some fresh air and come back down. Then what I do is I go on this little app called Flow. I do this little mind, it's kind of like a mindset meditating thing. I don't even know. Um, But it's this really cool app that I got advertised to on Instagram, downloaded it, um, and then started using it. And then I do a little journaling exercise as well. And I'm going to tell you both about the journaling exercise and the app. The app is a very interesting one and it's very out of character for me. But I thought to myself when I saw the ad on Instagram, um, I was like, bro, you're talking about not having a right headspace at the moment. You're talking about how you're down. You're talking you're, you're talking all this shit, but like, what are you doing about it? You know, like, this is something that might make a change for you. This is something that might have a better outcome for you than what you're doing right now. Why don't you at least try it? So I was like, all right, finally, you have a point. <laughs> so I downloaded, I downloaded the app and I did the first session. And you can do like a six-minute session, a 10-minute session, 15-minute session. I did a six-minute because I was like, ah, ah, you know. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. And it's sort of like a, um, like a, I don't know what the other apps are, like Calm or like Mindful. I don't know, like one of those like Calm kind of apps where it's like that mindfulness meditation kind of vibe. Um, and it, bro, like it straight up relaxed me. It sort of got me in a better headspace. I was like, sheesh, like this is all good. I would do this again and I did that 
And over the weekend, I didn't do it because I was like, I don't, I'm already in a good headspace. But during the week, it's something good to start my day with. So I sat back down yesterday and it was playing up. It was trying to get me to, it was trying to get me to buy the premium. It was trying to get me to buy the premium. It was locking off all the other stuff. And I was like, ah, damn it. Like I actually kind of liked, I liked this app. Like I thought it was really good for me. And I, I was like, oh, fuck, I feel like if I did this like on on the regular, like I feel like this would potentially create a tangible change in my mindset and be be, be better for me. And I was like, oh, damn it, because it's wanting me to pay, so I'm just going to delete it now. And I was like, wait, hold up. How much does it want you to pay? Eight bucks a month, hundred bucks a year. Why not? You're talking all this shit about how you want to get better. You're talking about how you want to change your headspace. This is something that you tried and you know it can benefit your headspace. You pay $10 a week for the gym. $10 a week for the gym, and that's not even for a good gym. You pay $13 a month for your Netflix. You pay $10 a month for music. You pay probably $30 a week when you're not on lockdown to go get Maccas and food. What is less than $10 a month? for your mind what's ten dollars a month for your mindset you know like the way i look at it i actually spoke to my sister or someone about it in the bubble and i was like i'm gonna do it like i literally just did it i i clicked yes i I paid for it um because you spend all this money on taking care of your body um paying for gym memberships you spend all this money on taking care of your hobbies like netflix or like music you spend all this money on buying food to eat to take care of yourself why do you not spend money on your mind and on your mental health and on your well-being like it's literally nothing for something that could make such a big change for you so i was like bro and i did it and i'm really happy i did it and i did the next session and i loved it and that's going to be becoming a part of my normal day so um that's sort of me rambling on about my experience but hopefully what you were sort of getting there is you pay all this money for stuff, why not pay money for something that's going to be really good for you? Um, why not pay pay money for something like that uh, that you usually wouldn't pay for? But think about it, you know? It's like the mind gym. Pay for your mind gym. That's that. The app is called Flow. I'm sure there's other ones like it out there, but you can search it up. Maybe one day I'll partner with them and give you a cool download link. But um, until I'm famous enough to do that, we'll just leave it as a recommendation from yours truly. The second thing I do, or the third thing I do as part of that routine is journal. Um, I got this exercise from my friend Rebecca and she told me about what she was doing with it and I was like, okay, I'm going to try it too. Same thing. You're talking all this stuff about wanting to get better, wanting to make a better headspace, actually do something about it. So I said, right, send me that. I'm going to try it out. What it is, is it's basically a little quick exercise. I'm going to read it out now. You can save this episode for later. You can come back to it. It's three gratefuls. So you write down three things you're grateful for. You write down three things that would make your day great. You write three goals for the day. And then you do your affirmations. So I'll give you an example of mine from the other day. Three gratefuls. I'm grateful for my company in the lockdown. I'm grateful for the technology to stay in touch with my family and friends. Um, I'm grateful to live out here in the country, not in the city. So for me... I appreciated that, you know, I had company in the lockdown. Like, I'm not just sitting here by myself all day. I appreciated that I had the technology to call my uncle and check in on him. I appreciated that I had Snapchat to Snapchat my mate Nathana and Josh and Messenger to FaceTime my mates, you know. So, 
I appreciated that and I appreciated that I live out here in the country. I can walk outside on some grass. I've got space to play, space to train um, and go for a walk in nature, not, not the city. Three things that would have made my day great on that day were doing my to-dos. So that's always something that would make my, my day great. Doing, ticking off my to-do list. Um, another thing was having yo- doing yoga and having a sauna or a bath. And the third thing was gaming and watching my Netflix show. I'm not a gamer, but I do love the odd bit of gaming. Um, having a little jam here and there, you know, and then watching shows. So I, I wrote that down as my last thing because I was like, you know, that's something that would make my day great. Three goals that I wrote for the day were um, sus boxes for Cooper. So that's our 3PL guy for Flat Essentials. I had to drop off a couple of masks. So I had to drive over to the shore, leave them outside the compound and drive straight back home. Um, I wrote get giveaway up. I didn't actually do that yesterday. Whoops. That'll be today's job. Um, and planned episodes for LNAV, which I did do. So I planned those episodes um, this one that I'm recording right now, as well as the one that I did with, or the wrap up that I did for Pat. I'm not necessarily planning my episodes strictly, but just trying to give myself a framework in terms of what I want to talk about for the episode. So it's not as loose, it's a little bit more better listening. Um, still raw, still genuine, but just trying to make sure that what I'm putting out there is, is high quality for you guys. Affirmations, I'm picking ones that aren't. Oh, these are actually pretty good ones. Well, they're not. They're not. Mm, they're just not cringe because a couple of the other ones I've written are cringe, and I wouldn't want to share on a podcast. <laughs> but affirmations, I wrote, it'll all work out. I'll be ready. I'm gonna keep getting better and better by doing the right things for myself. And I love life. Let's go. Literally wrote, L E S go, less go, baby. So that's an example of what you can do. That's a journaling exercise. So three gratefuls. Uh, three things that will make today great, three goals and your affirmations. Do it at the start of the day. So I do a walk, I do like a six or a ten minute thing of that flow app and I do that journaling exercise. Um, and that's something that I'm starting to do that just sort of takes care of my headspace. I put in a couple of hours a day, an hour to a, to a couple of hours a day of training myself, of getting myself physically ready for touch and in my opinion I think it's stupid that in the past I still haven't been putting in time each day to take care of my head because my mental was just as important as my physical. So um, that's what I'm starting to do a little bit more. Those are two really massive tips that I would recommend you try to do if you don't do something like that already. Um, the next thing I spoke about on my story, I spoke about it um, the last episode, was if you had two hours today to work, what would you do? It's a really good question that sort of flips how you ask yourself what would you prioritise um, rather than being like, what's the most important thing I have to do today? Or, you know, if I if I have to do five things, what would they be? If, if you have two hours to work today, what would you do? And the reason that it works so well is because for most of us, we're, most of us, we associate a working day as eight hours. And so when you're faced with two hours, a two hour block, that's like wake up, have breakfast before and then before morning till you're done for the day. Or wake up, have breakfast and then smash it out before lunch. And yeah, it's a really good way of sort of being like, oh, you know, if I only had to do two hours, what would I do? I would do this. And if, especially in these times when you're in lockdown, if you do that and then you're like, nah, I'm switching off for the day, like I've no, no motivation because of lockdown or X, Y, Z, at least you've done the most two hours of important work that you need to do. And you might actually do those two hours and be like, yo, I'm going to roll now, I'm going to keep going. And that's great. That's great. It's amazing. So it can 
get the most important stuff done that can get you on a roll and if not it's a really good way to just sort of switch up how do you prioritize how do you ask yourself what you prioritize etc another good thing that i've started doing um, i'm always sort of refining my to-do list and how i do them after speaking with a dude um, i had a beer with this dude the other day and he sort of told me it's sort of going off that priority chart so if you've heard of the high priority high urgency and then maybe high priority low urgency high urgency low priority and then low priority low urgency it's a it's a prioritization chart it's pretty much like a first things first thing if you search up first things first Stephen Covey or just search up prioritization chart um, that'll come up this is basically a, just another twist on it what I was doing was I was doing like my one big thing that's another way of doing stuff um, but I was doing a one big thing for each section of my life. So I was doing, what's one thing I need to do for Flat Essentials? What's one thing I need to do for Eleanor? What's one thing I need to do for you, etc.? This dude sort of told me, he's like, he sort of did that chart again. And he's like, what, you'll, what you have is you have P1, P2, P3, P4. P1 is usually one to three things that you have to do in a day. You must do these things. P2, you must do them, but you only do them after you do P1. P3 is things that you would like to do, but you can't do them until you've done P1 and P2. And P4 is things that probably don't usually happen. They'll usually get delegated or they just don't happen at all. And so um, if we take this, for example, my P1 for, we go over yesterday's ones. My P1 was get to get the masks to Cooper, um, do the giveaway and the ads check, and do Alanav, do the collective wisdom page, uh, wrap up from Friday night, check ins, get feedback, and then do the plan. Uh, did all those things by the giveaway. Giveaway I planned, but I didn't actually do. Um, and then P2 was do yoga and have a bath, didn't do that. Uni sus, do um, sort out my group, sort out the paper stuff, sort out the co op stuff, and do my logs and reflection. Yesterday I did Cooper, I did the collective stuff, uh, I did the Alanav stuff. I the ads for me ended up taking me all day, so I didn't get to my P2. Um, so it's a great example of, you know, what's the really most important things for P1? Do those and don't do P1 until you've done it. And I'm, I'm okay with not doing those P2s yesterday because I did the most important things that I need to do. Um, so that's just an example of that sort of prioritization. So it goes P1, P2, P3, P4. Um, you can, you got to do P1, you do P1, P2 once you've done P1, etc., etc. Um, so those are two, there's, there's a really good prioritization chart, that journaling exercise I went over is amazing, that, that flow app that I went over is amazing, and I just want to wrap up this episode um, with this thing that I was speaking to Sarah from the One Up Project about, um, and this was something I didn't allude to in the previous episode, but um, that she really did pick up on, which was amazing, um, and I think she's the only one that did pick up and comment on it at least, and that's what I led with at the start, when you go surfing you go out, battle the chop, get through it, catch a wave in. That's not you done, right? If you're a surfer, that's not you done. You don't go and catch one wave and, and go back in and just stop after that. You go back out again. You still have to battle the chop. And then you get through it, catch one wave. Um, and it doesn't always get easier. You might figure out tips and tricks to help you get through that chop um, and that can make it a little bit easier but it's always going to be there there's always going to be that rough patch that you have to get through to get to the other side and that's just like life um, you know some people choose not to surf some people sit on the beach and they just watch and that's sweet if you're one of those people it's 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 sweet life needs those people 
Some people like to go swimming, but they might not want to surf. Some people just go out and muck around in the shallows. And some people, nowhere near as many people that are swimming and nowhere near as many people that are, you know, on the beach, they decide to go and chase that wave. Um, and you might decide to go after something in life. And reality is, is you're going to go there, you're going to get through the rough bit. Um, you might turn around and come back. You might get stuck there um, and you might break through it. You're going to catch in that wave, you're going to ride that success, but reality is knowing you, you're going to go back out there again. And what's important is that you remember those tips and tricks to help you get through the rough um, so that every time you go back out there, it gets a little bit easier, it gets a bit more manageable, um, and you don't get stuck there for as long. So uh, as you go through life, as you go through your little battles, um, celebrate those wins and remember what helped you win those battles so that next time you go back out there, you can you can do it again. Um, and I think that's really important to remember. Another thing that I thought about um, <laughs> was that I was in a really bad mood because of the weather. I'm definitely dependent on the weather, and now that it's getting into summer and better weather, I am feeling so much better. Um, so just be aware of that as well. If you're having a bad day, look outside. If it's rainy or if it's cloudy, it might be that. Um, <laughs> just a random thought that just ruins the depth of the episode. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you checking in. Um, if you like this, look me a message. Um, I really love hearing that it's having an impact on someone or someone's mindset. Or you know, if you got something out of this, let me know. Like even if it's a little gem. Um, share it with someone tell someone that they need to listen to this because it's got good actionable tips for them it's got good things that might make make a change in their life um and if not let me know tell me how i can make this better um but yeah anyways thank you so much for tuning in have a good rest of your week hope you're safe in your lockdown if you're not in lockdown bro you're one lucky bastard um go appreciate that freedom Chit. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of LNA with me, the host Finn Barnett, and uh, it, whether it was me or just uh, another guest that was on there as well, go check them out if there was a guest on here. Um, if you want some more LNA, go to LNA.com. That's the hub for everything that you need. Um, all the Instagram, the social media, the YouTube, the extra stuff, the recommendations, the newsletters, the everything, all the value adds, it's all at alanav.com. So that's the best bang for buck. And if you're an Instagram kind of guy or gal or whatever, uh, check us out at Alanav podcast. Uh, that's our handle for Instagram, TikTok, um, and I think just about everything else as well. So more Alanav, go check us out at alanav.com. See you on the next episode of Alanav. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Cheers.